almost to the number for as long as I've been here. For every student trained on a campus, I can pretty much tell you how many kids are gonna to come to Christ on that campus that mm -hmm. year. Yeah. So in my area, if I train 550 students, at the end of the school year, I can pretty much look at you and say, 550 kids came to Christ. Not because every kid I trained led one, mm -hmm. it's just the numbers have always equaled one to sure. one. Yeah. So the districts are really pushing, as I'm talking to them, districts are pushing hard like, well, let's do it right and let's train more and more and more yeah. students. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Well, welcome everybody back to the podcast. It's good to be here. It's a little bit of an assumption on my part. What? That people have been listening to the podcast. They are. I like that. Mm-hmm. My name's Steve Cherico. So I glad you're here. This is my friend. Brad Skelling. Also my friend of me, for those of you who actually listen to the podcast. That's right. He allows me lots of ways fun, to laugh on a Fun loving races. most of the time. Yeah. Except when it's not. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> well, man, we are two weeks out from the National Conference. Now it's you time stamping stuff. Can we, uh, can we <clears throat> get, like, can we just go back? We can. Yes. We're not gonna. Oh, okay. Because we got work to do. Yeah, that's true. Remember last week, taking the hope of Christ to every student? Exactly. We're not a kumbaya ministry. We're a get out there and get her done all ministry. Right. But I like to hold hands with all the other directors and chapter leaders and all that stuff. <laughs> Let me cough on my hand and we can hold hands. Except for yours. Exactly. <clears throat> what are we talking about today, Steve? Well, we're just taking a look into where we're headed. Okay. Uh, and what is the core target yep. for First Party of America? Okay. What is the core target for First Party of America? You tell me. So the core target, let's define it first before hey, we Greg. tell them what that is. So again, we're talking traction language, the coaching that we're going through to help us stay focused. We talked last week about the core target, no, core focus. Core focus. Last week. So yeah. to take the hope of Christ to every student, um, this is our core target. So what are we doing in order to take the hope of Christ to every student? Good. And so First Party of America has defined that as in the next five years, we would like to see 28 districts up and running. And so for those of you who are new to First Priority or, you know, just to give the language for everyone, please, a district is a, the same as a chapter, um, like First Party Nashville is a chapter. It's a, their own 501c3 organization in covenant relationship. That's a chapter for First Priority. A district is using First Priority of America's 501c3 uh, to uh, run the ministry of First Priority. So the same ministry, networking the local church, um, student-led clubs, taking the hope of Christ to every student. It's just using First Priority of America's 501c3 to do that. So Tennessee One is our first district that got up and running. Uh, Fort Worth was the next one and Kansas City. Uh, this past year are the three districts that are using the First Party of America 501c3 to re basically run money and uh, raise money under our banner and uh, go do ministry. So let's, let's pause and talk about that for a minute for okay. those that are either fairly new or yep. would like some historical context. So yep. this is a 30-year-old ministry yep. that began to reproduce on a chapter level. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of that was you were creating something new in your community. Yep. The downfall of that was the systems of support lacked. Correct. And they lacked for a long time. Yep. Best of intentions, 
And so we have these really strong models. Mm-hmm. J.D. Simpson, South Mississippi, yep. 20 plus years. Yep. Birmingham, climbing close to 30 years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. These really strong models where they had the leadership to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But then we've got a ton of other organizations. I tried to make a list the other day and it was pretty long actually. Sure. Where we had a really good leader, but the systems of support weren't there the way they yep. should have been. Yep. And so that leader eventually didn't last That's because right. they were trying to do it on their own. That's right. Right. It was a one yeah. man, one pony show, one man yep. show, right? Yep. Um, and so what the first party of America model is at this point mm-hmm. is providing systems of support all the way through the process. That's right. And actually having a system where we can replicate yep. something that has been done really well by 22 existing chapters. That's right. Which we'll talk about a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So we've got three in place right now. I'll repeat them again. Kansas mm-hmm. City. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fort Worth mm-hmm. and East Tennessee. That's right. Right. Those are our three existing. What's yep. What's the thought in the mm-hmm. five year plan? What's the next three look like? Where are we looking at? Where are we looking at? Yeah. Where and uh, what? Go ahead. Well, I mean, the the list is not clear because the first step is raising funds to do that, then hiring staff and walking through that process. But um, you know, we've got some leads in the Ozarks, Springfield, Missouri, Northwest Arkansas area. Jeff Stanford. Jeff Stanford. I don't mind putting a name on that one. There you go. I like yep. It. And there's another person as well in Northwest Arkansas. Her name is Christina. Thank She's rising you. up not, there. I've not met her yet. Yep. Um, we've got Central Virginia. Beth has been over there running a few clubs. Yep. Uh, kind of just. I guess abiding her time, yeah. um, waiting for the process to come to, to raise funds because Warren has is, is been actively trying to raise funds over there. Um, we've got some uh, interest in Orlando. Again, there's always been that Orlando's been on the list for 10 plus years. Yep. Um, it's not hit, but that's still on the list. And there's some, some traction seeming there in Dallas as well with Fort Worth starting. Then the, the bleed over, mm-hmm. if you will, is uh, to say, hey, let's see if Dallas can get Get started, and, and there's got, others too. And you got Justin there. in Cincinnati. Justin in Cincinnati. Sorry, I was going to no, say there's, okay. there's nope. more. We planted out of Greater Nashville. That's yep. great. Yep. yep. Justin is up there already. Um, there's been a little bit of funds raised there, mm-hmm. but uh, they're working on trying to get that those benchmarks hit so that uh, yeah they can hit full force and go after it. Agree, agree. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's appropriate at this moment bring up something you and I talked about before the podcast, mm-hmm. which is there's a neat there's a neat moment in James four at the end of James four where it, it, and I'll just read it, verse 13, now listen you who say today or tomorrow, we'll go this city or that city, spend a year there, mm-hmm. carry on business, make money. Mm-hmm. Like we can make that into our context really fast, right? Yep. Raise money, start ministry. Yep. Why, you don't even know what happens tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it's the Lord's will, we will live and do this and do that. And so mm-hmm. let us be very clear on the front end, I'm speaking on behalf of First Prayer America, so forgive me, you correct me, right? Sure. Let's be very clear on the front end. We are, if this is this is um, prayerfully, prayerfully thought about, yeah. right? These are long thoughts, long decisions. We are laying it at the feet of Jesus saying, right. hey, this is our good idea. Mm-hmm. What you got? Yeah. Right? And yeah. we'll follow wherever you are going. Correct. And go ahead and start. So it may not be Dallas in three years. Yeah. Right, it could be yeah. Dallas in year five. Mm-hmm. It may turn out that uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, mm-hmm. which we've talked about a hundred times in my fifteen years mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. right? Maybe that blossoms, or San Diego, maybe yeah. that blossoms, yeah. right? So Washington D.C., right? There's there are some prominent areas that have come in and out of the 
discussion yep. in my time around First Pride of America yep. that I could see showing back up again. So we, we do want to be clear on that. We've got to make a plan. We've got to drop a rock somewhere in the pond, mm -hmm. right? And so we're just pursuing the Lord to figure that out. Well, and one of the things we'll, that's universal is that we'll continue to learn and yep. to continue to grow. Um, that That is unchanging. Uh, it will be different. For example, the first three we did raise funds first and then went and hired people. Uh, these next three, ironically enough, all have people sitting there. Interesting. And we're working on raising the funds. And so it is different already. That's, that's, there's, again, there's still benchmarks where we say, hey, before we start, before we launch, we need to reach these benchmarks. So we're not going against our model, yeah. um, but it is different and we're learning what that looks like in this. What's gonna happen the next, next year? I don't know, what are we gonna learn? year three and year four and year five, we're going to continue to, to learn and to grow and to follow the Lord's lead, as you said, and how we accomplish this. So with 22 existing chapters, 28 current chapters, how many clubs does that bring us to after five years? Well, we're at the beginning of the school year, so I believe it was 572 clubs yeah. uh, in October's report here at the beginning of the month. That's our now. That's Do we our know now. what our five-year projection is if we were to oh. saturate those? Man. Uh, I'm putting you on the spot. You are putting me on the spot. Yeah. So, yeah, that's 28 new districts, all of them approximately 150 to 200 that's clubs. That's what I was thinking too, right? Yeah, so you're, you're talking 5,600 clubs. Okay in the midst of that five-year projection. Um, it is a 10K plan. Uh, it was one thing that we talked about it, mm -hmm. which if you talk 5,600, that's only half. So then you get into the 22 chapters, which, which was segue into, you know, where do the chapters fit into yeah. this new model? Does first party lose focus of the chapters or, or not? And the answer is not. Yeah. We do not lose focus on the chapters. We continue to do what we do. The city director advisory council is still there. Our conference is still there. Um, the, the annual meetings uh, where we come into town are still there. Um, yeah, and we're even talking about adding staff. Well, I was going to say that's, that. that's a good part, good way to go, and that is there is a discussion internally mm -hmm. um, that's not a new discussion. It's been going for a while that they are looking for the right person for the right mm -hmm. seat in the bus that mm -hmm. is already internal inside First Party, First Priority of America, yeah. right? They're inside the family yep. that could be that person that serves the chapters. That's Correct. their job, Correct. right? Um, mm -hmm. And so when you say that 10,000 number in five years, mm -hmm. I become less scared because I start thinking about the saturation of those 22 markets that exist. Mm -hmm. um, let's pick on Chris Lane in South Florida because mm -hmm. it's easy, yeah. right? Yeah. So their number is about 215 right now, mm -hmm. but their saturation number could be 300. It's over 400. You could say 400, mm -hmm. right? You, you, depending on where they expand and how they expand. Correct. In working with First Pride of America, mm -hmm. It's easy to see where those numbers come from. Nashville yep. saturation numbers about 140 schools, mm -hmm. right? If we were yep. hitting everybody, yep. right? That's so right. you start to deal with those things, and you realize that oh, mm -hmm. if we continue to focus on the chapters and mm -hmm. learn yep. from the launches of the districts, yep. which makes the chapters better, yep. then that 10,000 number in five years doesn't seem as scary. That's right. And you start to translate that into students trained, mm -hmm. right? So 10,000 clubs. Mm -hmm. What are we talking about? We're talking about 80,000, 100,000 students, students yeah. trained, mm -hmm. right? Well, That's what right. we know inside First Priority, everybody hang on to this, right? This is where this all goes. What we know inside of First Priority, I talked to a lady about this yesterday. Almost to the number, for as long as I've been here, for every student trained on a campus, I can pretty much tell you how many kids are going to come to Christ on that campus that mm -hmm. year. Yeah. 
So in my area, if I train 550 students at the end of the school year, I can pretty much look at you and say, 550 kids came to Christ. Not because every kid I trained led one. Mm-hmm. It's just the numbers have always equaled one to sure. one. Yeah. So the districts are really pushing, as I'm talking to them, districts are pushing hard like, well, let's do it right. And let's train more and more and more yeah. students. Let's yeah. do more trainings mm-hmm. in the midst of saturating these schools with these clubs. That's right. Let's train more kids. That's right. I like it. it uh, it's our core target for a reason. To take the hope of Christ to every student is a vision that sticks. Um, It's why we're still here. It's because people hear that and say, yes, uh, there is a lost and broken generation in this world. They're hurting, they're depressed, they're lonely, they're suicidal, and they need an answer, and the answer is spiritual. And so the vision itself sticks. But unless there's a plan, unless there's that core focus and that core target, both the, the passion that we have gets aligned with what we're core target, you know, what we're going to, where we're going to, what do we want to do? We want to launch districts because that is the most efficient way for us to say, Hey, yeah, we can start a club mm-hmm. or we can start a district and say, Hey, we're going to launch this. And in five years, there'll be 200 clubs in this district and there'll be 200 clubs in that district and in that district. And it just multiplies out. And, uh, the old rock in the pond theory, you know, happening in Fort Worth into Dallas already to say, Hey, you guys are doing that over there. Well, can you do it over here? Uh-huh. We want it too. We're a sister city. We're better than them. So let's let's uh-huh. bring it over here, you know, and just seeing that multiplication effect take root. Um, hopefully we can uh, change the lives of a generation. Now you said our vision mm-hmm. and our mission stick. That's why we're still here. I'll tell you why I'm still here. It's because of me. So I'll tell you in the audience while I'm still here, right? <laughs> I'm still here because of the stories. Yeah. And, and it's, be to be very genuine with everyone who's involved with campus ministry. It is really easy, me too, to be in to be excited about and to love the 45 second video of the eighth grader, the eleventh grader who shares why they feel like they're called to their campus. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. That's right. But I'm almost 30 years into youth ministry. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And the stories mm-hmm. of the 28 year old parent who is about to have a 11 year old, that doesn't work. Let me do it better. A 32 year old parent, sorry out there, mm-hmm. who's about to have an 11 year old middle schooler, mm-hmm. right? And says, I-, I had first priority in Birmingham. Yeah. That's where I grew up. Mm-hmm. I now live in such and such place. Mm-hmm. And I want to be involved in my kid experience the same thing because it's where I came to Christ. That's right. Or it's where I went from being a churchgoer to a formed believer. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. There are multiple stories like that happening in both the districts and the chapters right now. That's right. That we've heard inklings of before. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm hearing more and more and more of them than ever before. Yeah. That story keeps me here. It's good. Because it's generational. That's right. It's good. It's true. Yeah. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and its wisdom is passed down father to son. It's not uh, generation to generation. Generation to generation. You know, the programs are good. First priority is a program when it comes right down to it, but it is that generational influence that really changes lives. Yeah. So we don't do this very often, but I actually have an ask from this podcast, and I didn't get it approved from him, and it is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking about our audience, mm-hmm. who is, to our good fortune, listening from all over across the country. Yep. If you are connected to someone in one of the areas that we spoke of, even just thought about out loud, right? Mm -hmm. I would love for you to take a moment 
text Brad, text me, email us, steve at fpamerica.com, brad at fpamerica.com, and just say, hey, when the time comes, if you yep. really do go to Scottsboro, yep. these are my three friends who I went yep. to, to school with, mm-hmm. right, that love the Lord, that are passionate about it. Some yep. may be in youth ministry, some may just be tech guys that own businesses, right, whatever yep. it is. Yeah. But it would be really interesting to take the large conglomerate mm-hmm. of all the relationships that we have in our current paid staff mm-hmm. and what I would call our champions, those who are just doing this because they love it, mm-hmm. and see what influence we already have out there. That's what it's going to take. Yeah. So again, the homework, those of you that are willing, mm-hmm. if you have relationships, names you want to send to say, hey, just put this on the list. We'll yep. build the list. That's right. We would just really appreciate you reaching out and saying, these are people that when it's time and the Lord says go. That's right. That you've, that you've got a list. That's right. It's, uh, yeah, it's the only way. It's what we do is network to people and through people and uh, try to share this vision and see where it sticks. And see the what sa- it sticks with. And the salesman to me says nothing better than referrals. That's right. That's right. Yep. Cool. Well, thanks, Jericho. Another good, good discussion. That's a great discussion. Yeah. Uh, the core target for First Party of America. Let's see if we can follow the Lord's lead to 28 new district model uh, movements up and running in the next five years. And 22 healthy and growing chapters. Healthy and growing and saturated chapters. It's it's saturated for both. It's saturated for the districts and for the chapters. Good. And we're hiring for both an expansion director and a chapter consultant. Both of those positions are out there. Mark is diligently working on uh, networking to try to find those uh, roles Mm -hmm. in our system. Like you said, we want the chapter consultant to come out of the family of first priority because we feel like that's important thing that that trust is there and that knowledge is there. Uh, But also that expansion director who, who can be out there helping do this, lead these network opportunities into Springfield, into Dallas, into along with Warren as he's raising funds to go find those leaders who are gonna to take this to the next level. It's good. It is very good. I'm excited to be a part of it. Me too. Yeah, cool. Here we go. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Again, uh, as you're thinking of people, please share this with them. Um, this opportunity is uh, before us to take the hope of Christ to every student. So thanks again for listening. And until next week. See you soon. Later. Later.